for joining us on Off Topic with Alex and CeeLo. Yo, yo, yo. Today, we have a very special, super dope guest. All right, man. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure it's me? (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. Uh, We actually have two great guests today. Uh, First guest on the podcast today is Felipe. Felipe, pleasure doing business with you. Our second man. great guest that we got is C Green. What up? C-Lo what up? Green. My first time here. C-Lo. Please be kind to me. Seaweed. <laughs> Seaweed. <laughs> Thank you for coming back on the podcast. That's we a dope appreciate nickname. you. Seaweed. We're gonna we're about to get some shirts made with hella seaweed on it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even down. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> Ocean theme. Uh, uh, CeeLo. What's How up? you doing today, B? Not too bad. Not too bad. Good. Good. That's it. Just not too bad. Just not too bad. Not too good. Not too <clears> bad. You know. Kind of in the middle. It's just a, it's just been a day. It's been a day, yeah. That's it a, wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was busy. At least it wasn't bad. Yeah. At least it wasn't bad. Felipe? Yeah, my man. How's life good, treating man. you, Brody? Doing real good, man. Just living the dream, right? Yeah, <laughs> One day at a time. That's how we do it. Yeah, you guys, yeah, how man. you have to do it, dude. Yep. <coughs> what about yourself, my man? Alex, how you doing? Today was a great day, bro. Yeah. I mm-hmm. got a haircut. <laughs> I cut my nails. Mm-hmm. I got my eyebrows waxed. I spent some time outside mm. in the sun. Yeah, we could tell by your tan line. Yeah. Your <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, oh, for man. those of you that can't see, I got a tan line going across my line <laughs> on my forehead. <laughs> you look like you have a soccer post on your head. <laughs> it's, so, so. it's ideal because you have a Mexico soccer shirt on too. <laughs> Bro, let's it's, talk about them uh, kicks, Alex. It's this forehead, oh my bro. Kicks. It's this forehead. My forehead's too fun. big, bro. Yeah. Uh, these kicks, bro. I got some guaraches on, bro. Classics. I love, I love them, man. These are dope, B. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, what, what are they called again? Guaraches. Guaraches. Are they the threes, the fours? The fours. <laughs> the fours. Yeah. <laughs> They're the fours. Clean, bro. They're uh, clean. Uh, got them at the flea market, B. Hell yeah. yeah. It was super dope because I was going to get like the slip-on ones, mm-hmm. but... They just felt so loose, and I found these ones with shoelaces, and I was like, yo, these are wetty. I'm going to yeah, cop cool, these. I like them. I don't even think that were that expensive. I don't remember mm-hmm. how much I paid, though. Um, <laughs> Priceless, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, Felipe. Yeah, man. You got oh, a man. podcast of your own. Yeah, I do, man. I actually just started it not so long ago. It's called Philcast. Philcast. Yeah, P-H-I-L-C-A-S-T. Hell yeah, dude. Anybody that's mm-hmm. listening, go check out his podcast. I like what you're doing with your podcast, Brody. Um, Thanks. Because I didn't know you had a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Until homegirl Beck told me about it. Shout mm-hmm. out to Becca. She's a real yeah, OG. She is. Uh, and she, I seen her once and I was talking to her about my podcast and she was like, yo, you should talk to Felipe about his <laughs> podcast. And I was yeah. like, what the hell, dog? Like, I didn't even know you had a podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> and then you came into the restaurant the other day mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, got your podcast name, followed you on the spot. That night I went home and listened to, I think like, four three of your episodes mm. and from what i listened to dude it was dope i liked what you were doing with it mm. um and then you had mentioned to me the following day that you uploaded a new one mm-hmm. and i think how many total episodes do you have do you know uh i think like eight eight <laughs> like yeah you know they're not very long right yeah. they're like you know the longest one is the last one that i put was just like 23 think, minutes yeah i was That's gonna say i think it's like 22 one. 23 minutes but, but it's just me you know and then i just spitting out ideas after i you know i have some books that i like to read and uh, i'll go through them and then after that i just give like an opinion on them and stuff like that yeah yeah what dude, books do you sick. read uh well i like reading books that make me reflect so a lot of them are actually just reflection books mm-hmm. so like uh it's a book of awakenings one of them is by mark nepo 
you know that's the one that i like mostly read mm-hmm. yeah i actually got that book from a member of like one of my one of my groups because i'm in a, i'm in a recovery group program mm-hmm. and from there on out you know, I've picked up other books along the way, like The Four Agreements. And Dude, like I was thinking about like that. that yeah. Book. Yeah. I was ask Dude, that's you a read great it. book. Yeah. yeah. And then he actually has a bunch of other books that he actually writes, like The Mastery of Love, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And um, just like all those books, it's just for me, just like a tool. Mm-hmm. But you got to use the tool. You know, yeah, you can read all true. this information. You can have all this stuff in your head. But if you don't really apply it into your life, you're not going to really get any results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, it was... Um, the fact that you mentioned that what was you said the title of the book was uh awakening or something yeah like that? the daily awakenings the daily awakening yeah it's it's uh it's tight that you mentioned that too because you don't have social media but you mm. did you see my post on my story about my friend she messaged me on instagram yeah i think so she messaged me on instagram and um it was super dope bro because she messaged me and she was like hey this this post reminded me of you because of on the first podcast when I talk about who I used to be mm-hmm. and who I've become now. Yeah. <clears throat> and she sent me like this little quote thing and it was, uh, it's titled awakening and it, mm-hmm. uh, it, it reads, um, you reach a point where you feel yourself going through an awakening. You look at what you used to do and who you used to be. It hurts because you realize you believed in and promoted nonsense. You grow, you evolve and you stop because you no longer operate at that frequency. As a result, there's certain people that you have to walk away from as a result Oh, I thought I was tripping. (laughs) It says that twice. As a result, you start to realize just how messed up the world is. You want to help. You want to heal. You want to make it a better world. This is how you know you're awakening a higher level of consciousness. Mm. So Sylvester McNutt. I love that. And she mentioned that to me and I was just like, yo, that like meant a lot to me. And shout out to Abs. She's the one who actually sent it to me. But she sent that to me and I was like, yo that's dope like that's yeah yeah. that's and and she and then she kind of went on and started telling me how uh she liked what i was doing what we were doing with the podcast and honestly bro i mean we're trying to i mean we don't have the resources Mm -hmm. or the money or anything to change the world right best way we can do it is through conversation yeah man Uh, you know just today (laughs) i was talking to someone that uh was telling me you know that if you're gonna be one who sits and looks at the world and say this is what's wrong with it you know, you're just adding to that problem. Yeah. You know, instead you could be the, you know, you could be the kind of person that you wish the world had. Yeah. You know, and uh, like it hit me. I was like, man, you just made me realize how much I have to keep changing so that I can actually start applying these things that I'm talking about, you know, because I could talk about them all day long, but if I don't go out there and actually do something about it and have patience and tolerance, then yeah. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just exactly what I don't like in people. Yeah. The hypocrisy, right? Yeah. Uh, about that, what is it, like a poem that you read right now? Uh, I don't know if it was or a just poem. Like it's just a like a brief description of some like spiritual awakening. It was kind of just like a little quote. Okay. It was in mm-hmm. quotation marks. I don't know if it was a poem uh-huh. or anything. Well, about <laughs> the quote, I mean, it said a lot of good things. One of the things that resonated with me the most, though, is like the whole different frequency type thing. Like yeah. mm-hmm. how like back in the day you could have this whole, like let's say like as, like recent as like maybe like four years ago, maybe even three years ago. Like I, I just think I'm a totally different person from like even like to say like a two years ago and i think like the frequency of like how my brain processed the world is just so different now yeah. compared to then because i have so much more knowledge and wisdom based on like how i um based on talk the experiences to people. yeah based on my experiences yeah. based on what i've been through and uh yeah a lot of people that i've talked to have really changed my perspective and, and have really showed me different ways of looking at the world whereas when i was younger i never thought that i had everything figured out 
but I thought I had a really good idea of what the world was like. <laughs> oh, and then you get older and you're like, dude, I have no idea yeah, what the world yes, is like. You yeah. know, as much information as you as you get, there's always something new to learn. You're never perfect. And if you think you're perfect, then you're, you're just stagnant and that's not a good place to be. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's like <laughs> my friend today, he said, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard being so humble when you're this good. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's funny because you know, man, you, we can't take ourselves seriously. Yeah, I, I would. Well, too seriously. Exactly. We can't take ourselves too seriously. To, yeah, exactly. To where yeah. you get, you know, ah, I could get back up against the wall if yeah. someone, you know, starts to step on my toes a yeah. certain kind of way. But you can't take yourself seriously because yeah, right. the moment you do, ah, oh, you're holding on to something right. that's not real. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a. Uh, as what you were saying about the frequency, bro. For me, it's as little as two months ago, three mm. months ago. Bro. Yeah, it could be that recent too. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know what the fuck I was going through mm-hmm. last year, like the last half of last year. Mm-hmm. Did that sound right? The last half of last. Yeah. The yeah. second half of last year. It was like after <laughs> July. Yeah, like uh, I think it was like late August mm. to like the, till like December. Uh, I was in a weird funk, bro. Like, it was just weird, bro. I don't know what it was. It was just there was an energy inside me that was not good. Mm-hmm. And it started um, affecting me mentally. Mm-hmm. And I was going through some shit. And during that time, I was just like, fuck, I don't deserve shit. I don't. Why do I have such great friends in my life? Why, why, why do I have incredible things in my life? I don't deserve them. Yeah. Just a lot of self-reflection too. I think I think it's a self-reflection that really gets to me. It's because uh, then I start to realize how how shitty of a person I am mm. and all the th- things that are wrong with me. And I just it just adds up and adds up and adds up. All the things that I can fix, do better. In that space, I was looking more at all the negative things rather than the good things about myself. Yeah. And the the different frequency, bro. It goes as as little as two two three months ago. Mm. I mean, now I'm a whole. I wouldn't say a whole different person, but yeah. uh, but mentally I'm in a better place. Um, like, I mean, like I said, today was a beautiful day, bro. The sun was out. I spent some time outside, did some yard work, got a haircut, got my eyebrows waxed, got my fingernails clipped. Mm-hmm. And like a brand new person. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great day today. I woke up and it just felt good. And yeah. I was like, yo, today's a good yeah, day, man. bro. All we got is today, man. <laughs> yeah, All today's a good today. day. Yeah. And, but I mean, if I would have gotten a haircut like three months ago, mm-hmm. It would have been the same thing. It would have been just, all right, got a haircut. I'm going to go home and just lay in bed mm. and wait for the nighttime so I can go back to sleep and mm. wake up the next day. Yeah. <laughs> That's that it, trap it of just, self-pity, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's just weird shit. But yeah, dude, I mean, it could go as little as two months. <laughs> yeah. So my question to you is, so when you are in a funk, right, you do have a lot of friends. So when you are in a funk and you talk to people and you, or you hang out with people, right? Yeah. Do you feel better? Yeah, it's like a little distraction. Mm. When I'm with my friends and stuff, I get distracted from all the shit that I think about because I put my attention towards my friends. And also, I didn't really want to bring anybody down. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there was a couple times where I was having some rough days mm-hmm. and I just couldn't help it. And I had my friends coming up to me like, yo, you seem kind of off today. Like, yeah. you, You're normally just like, yo, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Like really talkative and really out there. And sometimes I just walk in, give a fist bump and go straight to work. And mm-hmm. they're like, yo, you didn't say... Mm-hmm. how are you doing today or you didn't mm-hmm. you didn't ask how's life treating you or you didn't say today's a beautiful day and shit like that yeah. and then they just real they just noticed they were like yo you good like you seem kind of off today and me being me yeah i'm good i'm just yeah. tired <laughs> just yeah. tired it's all yeah. it is <laughs> Dude, that's my story right there man exactly like especially the last half of last year exactly the same thing yeah. you know like i'm used to just being out there and just being fun and i like 
being like a source for people. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it feels good to like for people to come up to you and, and uh, talk to you about what's going on. But you start to kind of fall into a role and you start to lose track of like how you really feel. Yes. You know, so you're almost like kind of putting on a show. You're putting mm-hmm. on like this mask. A front, that you're it's wearing. a facade. Yeah, exactly. And it's like a facade. Like, so you're putting like a shield over you and every once in a while you bump into reality. Yeah. You know, so it's like. And then you realize like. I'm sad. I really good though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really <laughs> yeah. good. I'm just playing you, but I'm playing myself first. Yeah. Yeah. It's real shit. Do you want to know what's funny, bro? So mm-hmm. my girlfriend. <laughs> She will always remember you as the guy that that wore the avocado shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, like you gotta be out there like that, man. Wait, why? <laughs> you just got oh, So we went to this club, dude. This is yeah. the first time I ever met Alex, right? And it's like, oh my god, man. This guy, we go out to the club, and this is my first time really being out there with a bunch of people, because you know, like I said, I'm in recovery. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm out there with this group of people. And uh, we're all having fun, and there's a lot of drinking going on because it's a club, right? Yeah, that's what yeah. you do at a club, right? And yeah, you're I trying had to turn a, up. Exactly. I had a reason big enough to be there. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. I wanted to be there with my friends, and I didn't want to drink, and I just wanted to, to have a good pr- enjoy, to just enjoy myself, right? Yeah. It was to celebrate a Kyle's birthday and Jose's birthday. Right? It was their birthday. Yeah. yeah, dude, that was that was a crazy night, dude. It was, it was, it was fun, bro. It was fun. <laughs> that was so much fun. That's the thing, man. You could have fun. Like I could have fun now. Uh-huh. This that for me was fun. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I saw Alex out there like dancing. Like, dude, he was just. Dancing, he's no, just I know going, what you mean. Dude. I've seen him dance in public. It's, it's like, like a, a beautiful maniac. thing. Like, yeah, know? it is. And, and it is. I love dancing. Yeah, I love dancing. I, uh, I can dance all night, dude. Yeah. You know, and um, so I see him out there, and like I realize that he's not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, what a lot of people the, don't the, know if he's drinking, if he's on drugs. What is this guy on, man? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, and uh, he, dude, I <laughs> I get close to him and I'm like, just like, and he's like, just hyping me up, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, this is cool. This guy is cool. Yeah, you know. And then come to realize later, I think because of uh, probably Becca, she told me that you didn't drink. And oh, I've yeah. always like thought of like why, <laughs> <laughs> like you know why wouldn't you if you yeah. can you know but or I don't know so it's like like what why is that man so so I did used to drink and mm-hmm. I did uh used to like smoke weed and stuff and I started at a young age mm-hmm. if uh, my mom's listening to this I'm sorry sorry mommy. mama sorry <laughs> uh, I'm sure she has an idea but yeah for the longest time my parents thought that I've never done shit mm. and. And I mean, I never really, yeah, that yeah, for yeah. another facade. Uh, but they they never thought that I that I've ever done anything. And then I think up until recently, my mom kind of just had an idea. Mm. Um, but so the reason I don't drink is because I want to show people that you don't necessarily have to do things that everybody else does Oof. in order to feel a part of something. Because I started to realize that the only time I ever drank and smoke weed was when i was at a party or was when i was with my friends did i really enjoy drinking and smoking or did i only do it because i was at a party and with friends mm-hmm. like as a social activity yeah so i started thinking about that and also because not to like paint myself as a role model but i want my younger cousins to look up to me and just kind of be like yo he doesn't you don't have to be a certain person in order to feel like you're part of a world like of something you can be complete you can be yourself yeah. And if you're genuine about it, people will respect it enough. Wow. Because a lot of people they try to be themselves but it, like like we said it's a it's a facade. They try to be themselves and a lot of people don't respect it cuz they're like that's not really you though, bro. Yeah. Like you're kind of just pretending. And so I like to just show people like if you're so yourself and you're genuine about it, people will respect it 
because we all go through those times where or we've all been through those times where your friends will be like hey bro have a beer or have a uh come smoke this blunt with us and they'll and you'll just be like no nah, i'm good oh don't be a bitch bro come yeah, on don't a be a bitch come yeah, on yeah. like just yeah. one beer one and and when i first stopped that's how it was like my friends were just like oh don't be a bitch bro come on let's just smoke we're just one more blunt yeah. let's just have one beer or something like that and then it for a while i continued that being that person because i was like it's i don't need weed or alcohol to be a certain person so i kind of stopped and for a while they thought it was just like oh he's just pretending bro like he, mm-hmm. he we know he wants to he's just trying to pretend he don't mm. want to yeah. but i continued it and it came to a point where they stopped asking me because they realized like yo he's really not gonna smoke with us he's really not gonna drink with us and to this day, it's gotten to a point to where some of my friends and stuff, they'll, they'll tell me, bro, if I ever see a beer or a, a, a blunt or a joint in your hand, I'll slap the shit out of you. <laughs> and it, and that, that yeah. just like, it means yeah. the world to me because I'm like, yo, these people care for me now. Oh, and yeah. they like, accept you. Yeah. Ooh, like they accept yeah. me for who I am. Exactly. They accept the fact that I don't smoke and I don't drink and they respect it enough to help me continue that, mm-hmm. which means the world to me. But yeah man i just i want to show people i mean because also i don't need alcohol or drugs like i mean a lot of people smoke weed or they take drugs to kind of escape reality mm-hmm. bro my reality is amazing dog like yeah. i have so many amazing i say this all the time i have a ton of amazing people in my life yeah um you're an amazing person you know debatable yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i hate when you say that <laughs> hey, i have, I have, a, right, I have yeah. a ton of amazing people in my life and it's like why would I want to escape that? Mm-hmm. I mean, one of my jobs, I work with my dad. Another one of my jobs, I work with all of my friends at the restaurant. It's like, why would I want to escape that, bro? Like, I love yeah. my reality. This is reality to me. I love it. But unfortunately, not everybody has a reality like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to have one like that. And so, but the same thing with alcohol. When we go out, a lot of people, I'll, I'll be the first one on the dance floor and I'll just be like, yo, come out and have fun. Like, come on. And then, mm-hmm. uh, let me have one more beer and I'll be out there. It's like, right. like people, people have social anxiety and they're afraid to, to have all eyes on them. I could give two, I could give, I could care less, bro. You yeah. know what's funny about like, that? What's up? I also have social anxiety and I have like a lot of anxiety in general, but sometimes I just do things despite my anxiety. Yeah. So let's say I'm, I'm mm-hmm. out at a club or wherever and I'm, and I want to dance. I may feel social anxiety, but I'm going to dance anyways, yeah, despite yeah. my social anxiety. Like without, I don't need anything to make me feel confident to dance. I just dance. Yeah. That's the, big. Thing, the thing that I think yeah. is um, dancing and singing and rapping the songs, that's our high for us. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, I mean, like we said, people need to drink, people need to smoke to get rid of stuff or whatever. But for us, it's like me listening to music. The second I hear a good song come on, oh, bro, I'm dancing. I don't uh, care. Yeah, that's a high to me too. I don't too. care, bro. Yeah. I don't it's like care. I'm high off life. And like I, I just had this conversation with uh with Hans the mm-hmm. other day, the other night at the restaurant. I was playing some house music and I was telling her how recently I've been into a ton of house music. Mm. And I was telling her, like, yo, I'm I just love this music because like when I listen to it, when I listen to house music and when I'm dancing to house music, most of the time my eyes are closed. And I don't know how I look when I'm dancing. <laughs> but a lot of people are yeah. just like, yo, they they love it and a ton of people come towards me and and a lot of times, like, people are... for drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the acid you want. What do you want? <laughs> Give me and, some of that. Yeah. Uh, and, like, like we recently went out to Flamingo House, and I was just getting crazy, bro. Like, my eyes were closed, and I was just moving yeah. my body. However I felt my body should move, that's how I made it move. Yeah. Depending on the song. Mm-hmm. Each song made me feel like my body should move a certain way, so I just moved it however way I, I thought. 
And so I was telling hands, I was like, when I listen to music like that and I dance with my eyes closed, I feel like I'm floating in water. Like, you you know, those movie scenes where like somebody like is dying in water and they're mm-hmm. like floating very slowly. Yeah. Like the that, beginning of a James Bond movie. Yeah. Okay. That's how I feel. But without being wet. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, and in that moment, it's just like the only thing that I hear and the only thing that matters is the vibrations of the music. Yeah. And that's just how I, that's how I feel. That's how I see myself. Like when my mm-hmm. eyes are closed, I just see my whole body just moving real slowly, and just, yeah. but I'm not wet. You're really <laughs> reminding me of like a Tame Impala song right now. That's Tame. dope. Tame Impala is dope too. Yes. But that's that, but like that kind of music, like, yeah. ele- like electric and house music and stuff, that music just makes me feel a certain way. Yeah. So and, I got a quote for you. I love it. I got a quote for you. What's up? And it's like, you know, it kind of ties into that experience that you have and stuff like that, you know? And yeah. Uh, I just wrote it down. I actually just got it today. It's like it says, uh, "We are not human beings having spiritual experiences. We are spiritual beings having a human experience." <sighs> Yo, right. <laughs> dude. Right. Right. We, 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 we I love how think. excited you got. Wait, can you read that one more time? Oh, okay. You want to see me get excited again? <laughs> no, that too. I also want to hear it again. Okay, ready? Yeah, we are not human beings having spiritual experiences. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. <laughs> so right. I was tight. I'm gonna start crying right now, Doug. Yeah, like man. my eyes are watering. Yeah. <laughs> That's super sick. So, Alex, wow. what just went through your mind right now? Yeah. I was just so excited that he mentioned that because you said you just wrote it down today. No, no, I didn't. I'm not gonna take credit for that one. I didn't write that down. No, I got it from someone today. No, I know, but yeah. you said you. But you I, wrote I just it wrote it here yeah. to share today. Yeah, it's yeah. not your quote, but you it's wrote it down. Not my quote, but I wrote it down to yeah. share on here. Yeah, and it's crazy that that I'm, it just blew my mind that you happened to write that quote, and I happened to be talking about mm-hmm. the story that mm-hmm. I was talking yeah. about. <laughs> I just that's what went through my mind. I, just, I got I got one more crazy. story for you. What's up? One more story for you. You know, um, recently I had a, a relapse. Yeah. You know, and I talked about it. You know, yeah, and, I think you uh, mentioned it on your last episode. And uh, I didn't let it get out of control like I used to. You know, before, you know, I, I'd go on for days and days because, like you said, you know, your, your perception of your life is to have acceptance and, and you, you have a great perception as to, like, what's going on in your life. Yeah. For me, that's difficult. You yeah, know, it's I, hard. You know, I go through, like, fears and insecurities since from, like, a very young age. And, you know, for me to deal with them, you know, I look for substances to get and change my perception of the world that I lived in. Yeah. Right. So over time, if my perception of the world that I live in isn't in gratitude and acceptance, you know, I start to have some messed up thoughts. Yeah. You know, I want to change the way that the world is. And, you know, I'm trying to change those things by changing the way I perceive it. Yeah. And sometimes the only way I can get to that is through a drug or alcohol. Yeah. Right? So I decided that it was going to be a good idea because I could justify a lot of things to go to a dispensary. Because it's legal, man. Don't you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's legal, so everyone's doing it. So it's cool. <laughs> you know? So uh, I decide to go uh, to a dispensary. Uh, and uh, pick up some weed. Yeah. You know, not one time that I tell myself, this is a pretty bad idea. As a matter of fact, I rushed to the car and took them fast, fast enough before I could actually think about it. Yeah. And uh, pretty soon I'm on a road to where I'm getting high pretty often, pretty regularly, yeah. changing my perception of the world, wanting it to be what it isn't. Yeah. And um, that is odd, right? Yeah. Pretty soon I uh, I start falling apart and then I decide it's going to be a good idea to take a drink. Yeah. Even though I have uh, two and a half years under my belt mm-hmm. and um, shame, instant shame, mm-hmm. regret, you know, um, but I still had to take another one to make sure, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, just because that's <laughs> my thinking. I woke up and I'll cut to the story. 
because I end up getting a newcomer's packet for the recovery group that I go to. They gave me a re- newcomer's packet because it has the list of schedules, even though I know all the schedules. Yeah. Even though I know the times for the meetings, but they still give it to you out of a common common courtesy. Yeah. And also a humbling experience to go up there and get that newcomer's packet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I become humbled. And uh, I remember driving to work just recently. And uh, as I'm going towards golf, there's someone driving on the other side and it's my boss. And I instantly recognize him because I can oh, just see yeah, his truck. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he's, he's just driving towards me on the freeway, and I sent him a text, and I was like, I seen you. You know? <laughs> just uh, I love this guy. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah. And uh, he sends me a text, and he goes, go into Lodi, run to the store, pick up some, you know, stuff for the restaurant, because uh, we're going to get it from the shipment, or you know, and I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever. So I'm going off on the on C Street here in Galt, and I got off, and I'm going to Save Mart, and right before I get to Save Mart, I pass right in front of CVS, and this lady... Whom I identified with so much. Different color, mm-hmm. right? Different gender, different age. But she looked completely miserable. Yeah. And she has in her hands a bottle of vodka. And it's probably 1030 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right? That cheap stuff. That stuff that the winos drink, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I, uh, I instantly go, man, that sucks. You know, that's what I, what I would normally do is to get out of the car, go into the store, pick up the stuff, leave, and then forget about her. Yeah, that's what I would normally do, but since I had just had an experience to where I went down this road that I decided to go through, I always said to myself, "Man, I wish I had something to give her," but I had that newcomer's packet. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and I and I hadn't even touched that thing since like when I went back, you know, which is a couple of weeks, like twenty three days. Yeah, right. And um, I go and I talk to myself and I have a full conversation because you can do that with yourself, right? Oh, yeah, yeah full on conversation with all yourself. All the time, bro. You know, like five seconds, you can just go back and forth with yourself. It's, and it's important like, to have conversations with yourself. So I decide to go and I go to her car and I and, and I kind of get close to her enough for her to open her door and uh, she sees me kind of creeping up because <laughs> I'm kind of scared, you know, yeah. and uh, this is not what I would normally do. And uh, I say, hey, I don't mean to disrespect you, first of all, you know, but I think I know where you've been. And I gave her that newcomer's pack, and it has the logo in the front, and uh, she loses it, and she starts crying. And I'm like, Jeez, wow. She just gave me the goosebumps, you know, dog. And, and, and at that moment, I realized, like, man, that my surrender and my letdown that I had all this self-pity about, even though I'm driving a car, and I have sobriety, and I'm driving a car, I'm going to get supplies for a job to where a place where I can go and I can work, and I can actually go and provide yeah. for my family. And be there for my son. And this person is trying to hold on to this bottle. And I'm offering her a little glimpse of hope. All of that was worth it. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. And then that's exactly what I think that we should keep doing in in, in life. You know, yeah, just dude. throw good stuff into life. Because, like, if you want to be that change. Like, we were talking about it before the the podcast. You know, yeah. we got to be the change that we want to see in the world, you know? Uh, 100%. Yeah, bro. man. 100%, dude. That's... Damn, bro, you gave me the chills. <laughs> I mean, I heard that story before, yeah, but it's still, yeah, it's yeah. still affecting me. Like, I heard it for the first time. That, that's crazy. Yeah, man. I feel like a lot of people are thrown off when they're met with people who actually give a fuck. Mm. You know, like yeah, a lot yeah. of people see them. Like, if they if they see, let's say you're you're just walking down the street or just driving uh, around a town or city, and you see people who are doing drugs or, you know, sipping alcohol, those people are used to being treated as invisible. Oof, but once yeah. you actually take the time out of your day to be like, hey, like, how are you doing today? They're like, what? Me? You care about me? You can mm-hmm. see me? Yeah, it's like they yeah. don't feel human sometimes because we just ignore them. And same with like Alex talked about like veterans, right? Oh, yeah. uh, veterans and, and people not showing appreciation of veterans. And when people actually do, veterans are like thrown off. They're like, wait, 
you're proud of me you're you're happy mm. for me like, like bro, you appreciate what i've done for yeah. this country what like because yeah. they're not used to that and so i feel like yeah stepping out of your comfort zone showing appreciation showing that you care for somebody that you don't know is very big because sometimes strangers and friends show us more love than our family does mm. yeah yeah and i feel like that's very yeah. big Bro, yeah, man. anybody listening to this podcast, dude, just do something good for somebody else other than yourself, yeah. please. Yeah. I mean, also do something good for yourself every now and then, <laughs> but I mean, but don't, yeah. don't revolve this world around yourself. Just, yeah. There's other people in this world. There is. And, definitely is. And I mean, like I mentioned before on Brian's podcast, bro, if we all were just nice to each other and uplifted each other, bro, we would be unstoppable as a planet. Yeah, we would be unstoppable. Mm. Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit before. You know, the, that concept of like, what's this person doing yeah. right, with their life, and mm-hmm. what's this person doing with their life, and uh, you get so caught up with like other people's perceptions of like their lives. Like yeah. you're over here looking at what they're doing, and then you start comparing out what you're not doing, and then you make a list of your to yourself as to like what you need to do in life to make yourself that much better. Yeah. You know, but to like take a moment and appreciate who you are. And learn to love yourself for who you are already. Mm-hmm. That's like such a fundamental key towards having a life full of like serenity and happiness. Yeah. yeah. You know, because you can always think that this person has it better than you. Yeah. But the thing is, you're comparing your outside. You're, I mean, you're comparing your inside with their exterior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Right? Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. never know what somebody else is going through. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you only see what they want you to see. Yeah. And they only see yeah. what we want them to see. <laughs> exactly. But the but, moment you become like vulnerable, and yeah. you let yourself, you know, be naked with the truth. Yeah. You know, vulnerable. And you get to really give someone an insight as to, like, what another being is going through. Yeah. You know? I mean, not only do you grow as an individual like that, you help other people who are also struggling but are struggling in silence. You help them cope with it and grow as well. Mm-hmm. 100%, bro. Yeah, man. It's big stuff, man. Like, I really like what you're doing here, man, because, like, you guys are pretty, you guys are genuine. You know, you guys aren't worried about, like, what you know people are thinking about you like before we started recording this you guys are the same impression. i'm gonna have to ask you <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> can we do that <laughs> like that's up to alex uh, alex yeah i mean uh, okay, hold, let me so close alex my eyes a again very, <laughs> very good impression I, just, I need a beavis and butthead impression real quick if you need a laugh for the day uh, just play this play this part uh, over and over yeah. i promise it I'm will make you laugh guarantee need a clip of this I'm going to as a ringtone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I won't look at you. Are right, you guys ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm sorry. Get off the fucking couch, Beavis. <laughs> Beavis, get down. I am getting down. <laughs> Carnalio. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Oh, man, that's gold, man. I love that so much. Awesome. It's so great, man. It's on point. Oh, uh, dude, that's dope. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, you guys, the fact that you guys are doing this podcast, man, is really cool. The fact that you guys yeah, take the time, you know, it's important. Like you were saying before, like you know, we need friends. We need friends, oh, and dude. we need to be a friend. Mm. Yes, you know, we expect to have friends. We expect to have people to take care of us. We expect to have people in our lives because those are our expectations. But we should be that for other people who's to say they and don't know. expect the same thing exactly right and we should be that friend to ourselves as well oh yeah oh, big time man bro. big time um as as you were talking i was thinking more about why you asked why i don't drink and stuff and another one i mean it's not that deep but another one uh another reason why i don't drink and smoke is because a lot of the times when i was younger like when we were in high school and stuff uh we would go out me and my bunch of my friends we would go out and do stuff and a lot of their parents would be like 
who are you going with? And they would, they would be like, oh, with some friends. No, I don't want you going. And they would be like, oh, but, but this guy, this guy, and Alex is going to be there. And the second they hear my name, like my friend's parents immediately change their mind. Oh, Alex is going to be there. Mm. Ah, you can go. Yeah. And like, dude, it's crazy. Like people trust me with their kids, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a parent myself. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that people trust me with their kids, it's like, instead of being scared or something like oh shit like dude i'm responsible for this person it, i take pride in it like i take it's 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 a it's an honor for real like because most people just wouldn't trust a, a teenager or a young adult with their kid yeah <laughs> i mean especially like yeah. if you're gonna be out drinking and stuff it's like you don't you don't really trust somebody like that a lot of the times it's like oh i would rather have you here drinking or smoking at home mm. so i know that i could take care of you mm-hmm. rather than your friend but that's also another reason bro because like when we go out I would hate for something bad to happen and me be under the influence and not be able to do something to help out the situation that's going on. Yeah. Like that, that would kill me, bro. I would hate to not be, I would hate to feel useless in a situation where I should be able to do something. Right. And a lot of times that's why, that's why I don't drink when we go out or I don't do nothing because if there ever does come a situation, I'm completely sober and I can think on my feet, I can get us out of situations that need to be gotten out of. Or I can step up and do what I have to do in order to protect my friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. But and also I make sure everybody gets home safely. Like mm-hmm. uh, I don't let anybody drive drunk. It's you give me your keys if you're gonna be drinking, and I'll drive you home. And if I have to, I'll double back and pick some other people up. It don't even matter to me. Yeah. Like I like I'd, I'd rather my friends get home safe than me go home and get some sleep. Same. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, dude. So aside from that, recently my i have been i have been exposed to a whole different perspective on life because of my girlfriend and chong you got yeah yeah you guys both know chong 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 is such a good guy actually before i get into this conversation (laughs) uh chong was here earlier okay cool. and we were yeah and i forgot we were talking about uh Macklemore and uh, oh yeah and, Macklemore and how he has a song about relapse and how you were talking about yeah, you had man. a relapse yeah I posted that so, song. what song yeah I forgot what it's called I, I, don't, I don't know what song I it heard is, it but he starting over starting over starting over okay. yeah. yeah that's the name of that so song. Chong told me that that Macklemore has a song about relapse and mm-hmm. we were kind of talking about that a little bit in the garage just hanging out and and then you had mentioned me the other day when I told you that how proud I was of you for everything that you're doing and how mm-hmm. how how much strength it actually takes and the fact that even though you do sh- fall short sometimes, yeah, it's part of the process, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to start over in, in order to get ahead. Of, like, it's yeah, it's part of the process. And I mean, the how you said like you have you had shame when you relapsed or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I understand that because if I were in your position, I would too. Yeah, but it's part of the process, bro. I mean, yeah, man. I don't look at it as I lost, you know, yeah, two and a half good. years anymore. I did at first, but now I look at it as I gained a better today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I was just gonna live in a lie. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, for a long time I hit it. I was really, I'm really good at hiding things. Oh, bro, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like a professional. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I feel you, you on know, that one. Like, <laughs> I feel and, you uh, on that one. And I don't want to like let myself, you know, fall into that trap of like continuing to hide things because I'm not really hiding anything from anyone. Yeah. I'm just lying to myself. Yeah, <laughs> you know, trying like, to make ourselves feel better. Right. Yeah, trying to not make ourselves trying to just not taking accountability. We don't want to admit that we're not as good as we try to perceive ourselves as. Oh yeah, I mean, and that's something tough for a lot of people to admit. Yeah, it's tough for me to to admit at times. Like, I don't like to admit that I'm flawed, but I am. 
Yeah, bro. You know, yeah. I don't like to admit that I have a lot that I need to work on, but I do. We all do, yeah. bro. It's but, it's a tough conversation to have, but it's a much needed conversation to have. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but we're all in this together, bro. We're all flawed. We're all trying to get better. We're all doing things we have to do. 100%. Um, we're all just doing it a little differently. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's all it is. Uh, but oh, what was, I was going to say something earlier. You're oh, talking about, okay. about Chong, bro. <laughs> all right, so, I, so him and my girlfriend have recently exposed me to a whole different perspective on life. Yeah. And if they're listening to their this podcast, they're probably going to be thinking to themselves like, uh, I already heard this conversation like six different times. <laughs> uh, but so before I get into this, I'm going to ask you guys, what is your, as of now in your situation, in your current state in life, what is your biggest fear? Mm. Oh, and I I'm going to let, let you guys That's answer first because I already have mine. And I don't want mine to influence your guys's. I would say my biggest fear is living my life, actually leaving this earth with untapped potential. I kind of I want to do everything that I can in my power to leave this earth with an empty tank where I put all of my heart and soul into my work, whether it be a nine to five job or a creative route. I just want to have everything, everything outside of me so that when I leave this earth, I don't have doubts and regret in my mind when my life flashes before my eyes. Cool. Mm-hmm. cool. Man, that's really good. Thank you. What about you, Felipe? <clears throat> well, you know, I guess I, I'm Cur- afraid of... Currently, because... Currently, yeah, because there's a lot of fears. Cause, cause, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. That's why it took me a second to respond. Yeah, a lot no, of fears. I, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. I, but, uh, <clears throat> but one thing I realized when my girlfriend asked me this question, because she's the one who actually asked me this mm-hmm. question. When she asked me this question about f- three, four years ago, my answer would have been totally different yeah. based on the situation and the current position I was in mm-hmm. life. Right. Well, and she asked me this again, and I and I had a totally different answer. And she was like, "Wow, like mm-hmm. a few years ago, this was your answer." Yeah, was well, it like a, right now? Right now, like what my yeah, biggest fear? Yeah, is. yeah, right now in, in this in, moment, in this position in life where you're at. Okay, what is your biggest fear? So probably letting my my pride and my ego take a hold of me, take a hold of my reactions to life. You know, like yeah, and it's so subtle. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like what my biggest fear is. Like I don't like to, you know, let uh, I don't want to let my insecurities and my fears make decisions for me yeah you know i want to have like an attachment to something bigger than myself and to me like that's what what i that what that is for me that's god yeah you know and like i don't put like a label on god like and i've said this like many times like on the podcast like whatever you need to believe in bro you know whatever yeah yeah. whatever's gonna get you up in the morning and gonna get you to make you realize that you're not god yeah you're not you don't have control over other people other other things you know all you have control is this over yourself yeah you know the moment you realize that all you can do is change yourself mm-hmm. and you can't change anyone else that's the moment you are falling into what i feel is a successful life you know mm-hmm. with acceptance and gratitude yeah and uh yeah that's what my b- biggest fear is today alex uh, before you get into it we mentioned, <laughs> mentioned something about like basically attaching yourself to something that's bigger than yourself i yeah. feel like that's very big because i feel a lot of times where we as individuals suffer the most is thinking that we're the most important or that like the earth or world revolves around us. And once you realize that life is more than just you, (laughs) just like everything becomes so much more clear because you just get out of your own head. You're like, not everything that happens to me is supposed to be taken personally. Mm. Things happen to me. Like you can't control how a person feels. Like if a person's in a bad mood and they take that out on you, it's not your fault 100% of the time. 100%. Most times it's not your fault. You know, so when you realize that this world is way bigger than you and that sometimes because like 
certain people don't talk to you because they're busy. It's not because they don't like you. They're just genuinely busy. Yeah. And yeah. so coming to that realization that, that really helped me not take things so personally. And, and as a result, I have a way better peace of mind. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I like that you brought that up, Felipe. I love it. Man. Thank Hell you. yeah, Thank bro. You, that was dope. Yeah. Thank you. All right, so one more thing before I'm just saying this right now. Just, you, you just have to say it, or yeah. else Alex will talk oh, to yeah. you. One, one second before we'll you get, get on there. Mine requires a story. That's why. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. That's why this I'm the last thing. Let you guys okay, go. like go just it. because you know we're talking about like that higher power, right? Yeah. Just be, you know, that higher power could be your friends. Oh, all day. If you could be completely transparent and genuine about who you are, the person, the person that you truly are, right? Like eventually, the people that aren't supposed to be in your life will fade away. Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah. So if you can continue to throw into the stream of life honesty and sincerity to the people that are around you, that group consciousness, that could be your higher power. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to attach yourself to something that, you know, that like a religion. is a construction, right? Uh -huh. Like you could do, and this is not to talk bad about religion. Like religion does yeah. its own thing, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're doing their own thing. Everyone does their own thing. You know, as long as you don't pervert it by the human aspect of life yeah right because humans pervert everything oh, 100%. a human will yeah. pervert one thing and they will turn it and make it to where it's not for the goodness of humanity yeah right so as long as you could attach yourself to something that's really truly holy for the benefit of everyone around you you know then that's that could be your higher power yeah exactly right that's super dope bro i never mm -hmm. thought about it like that i know i was just thinking to myself that's a unique perspective that's super yeah. dope bro i'm glad you said that because I've never heard anybody say it like that either. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that'll probably open up a lot of different perspectives for a lot of different people. Yeah. yeah. Just because we use the word God is because we speak English, bro. Yeah, exactly. You know, but I like, you mentioned that on your podcast. Yeah, didn't just you? because you speak, yeah. just because you say the word God is because we speak English. That's the yeah. only attachment we have to that word. Right. But to me, like ego, ego is easing God out. Right. You start oh. relying on your ego. You start relying on yourself. You know, you're easing God out, whatever that God is, because trust me, as soon as you start becoming resentful over the things that in life that aren't going your way, yeah, you start thinking about how that friend that you have isn't really there for you and how that friend that you have mm -hmm. isn't really going to give you the best advice that you need because you always are there for them and they're not there for you because you yeah. start thinking that that's your ego. Yeah. You know, the moment sure. you get rid of yeah. that doesn't serve you. Damn, yeah. that's that's dope, bro. <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> All right, go. So, so Alex, your turn. Your All right. Turn so, your so, fear so my right biggest now. fear kind of uh, has a little Wait, backstory to it. Do you remember the your greatest fear a few years ago? Yeah, uh, a few years ago, my biggest fear was uh, losing anybody close to me to death. Mm -hmm. mm. And uh, throughout the years, that fear has kind of made its way out of my life. Not to say that I'm afraid. Now I'm not afraid to lose anybody close to me, but right. The fact that death is inevitable. Yeah. It's a part of life. I mean, I can't let that scare me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have no control over it. It's, everybody's going to have their time whenever they have their time. I would just, it would be nice if it wasn't so soon. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. <laughs> but, uh, so, I mean, it's still going to hurt if I do lose somebody close to me mm -hmm. and it's still going to just be very painfully, but I'm trying to let go of that fear because I have no control over death. Mm -hmm. And that's just something that's going to happen to me, to you, to everybody here. But so now the other day, uh, not the other day, a couple of weeks ago, me, Chong and Jans, we were chilling here in the room and we were talking about feeling discouraged from your friends and your peers and family members. Because uh, a lot of times we like to think like, damn, I'm just here working a nine to five and my friends are out going to f universities. My friends mm -hmm. are out traveling the world. Mm -hmm. My friends are doing this and I'm five days a week, nine to five, five days a week, nine to five mm -hmm. every week. 
until it's December and you were like, what the hell? Wasn't it just June? Yeah. But the the reason that is is because we're just, there's nothing to look forward to anymore. Like we just go to work and when we're at work, we just look forward to getting home. Mm-hmm. And when we get home, we're having such an, we're enjoying our time at home that it just goes so quick. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's time to wake up for work in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so we were t- talking about feeling discouraged by people and, and uh, Chong was like, oh, yeah, I feel kind of discouraged from our friends, too. My girlfriend, she was like, yeah, I feel kind of discouraged, too, and and all this. And I was just like, shit, how do you think I feel, bro? Yeah. I was like, I mean, Chong's a Sac State graduate. He he wanted to apply a job for the state, and he got his job at the state. Yeah. My girlfriend, she's on her way to becoming an RN. And I got a couple other friends out in Australia working at wineries doing their, their job that they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends just recently became a police officer. Like, bro, how do you think I feel, dog? Yeah, I'm working. Shout out to I'm, Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm working three jobs to make as much as they do with one. Mm-hmm. And and then I was so I told Chong, I was like, bro, how do you think I feel, dog? Yeah. And he was like, he was like, no, but so he kind of told me he was like, um, and then when he said it, my girlfriend kind of tagged along. They were just like the one thing that because they said that I kind of make them feel discouraged as well. Not in a bad way, mm-hmm. but in the way to where when I get interested in something, mm-hmm. I dive head into it. Oh, yeah, me too. I dive all the way in, bro. Like yeah. uh, when I was into graffiti music, uh, when now podcasting, like when, I'm in, when I was into running marathons and half marathons, <laughs> like everything that yeah. I get into, skateboarding, uh, everything, bro, everything mm-hmm. that I get interested in, I just dive deep into it and I'm yeah. a, the biggest fan of it. I love everything, bro. I love so many different cultures and I just want to experience it all. Like I want to have a piece of everything. And so that's what they, that's what they said. They were like, the the one thing that I do that discourages them is the fact that I have no fear of doing something. Mm -hmm. When I'm into something, I don't think of the outcome. I don't think, is this going to benefit my life? Mm -hmm. Is this going to get me to where I want to be? If I'd I'd really just go into it, like I love art. I'm going to draw. Yeah. I love, I love, I love graffiti. I'm going to go buy some spray cans and spray paint in my backyard on a piece of wood. Um, I love breakdancing. I'm going to take a breakdancing class in eighth grade. Like I love skateboarding. I'm going to buy a skateboard and just break my leg and get out, get back up and go skateboard again. Yeah. Like, and so that's one thing that they said that I discouraged them by. And I was thinking about that. And ever since they said that, I was kind of really thinking about it. Like, wow. I, I never really realized that that's something that I do that a lot of other people don't do. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people are so afraid of the outcome. They're so afraid, oh, if I make music, I mean, CeeLo, I'm sure you you have this doubt in your head. If I make music, well, I don't know about if you still have it, but if I make music, will people like my music? Mm-hmm. That used to be a fear of mine. Yeah. Especially like... You've been a lot more open about it. Yeah, so, so that's f- super dope. from 16 to like... Man, I'm 22 right now, so I'm 16 to like maybe 20, 21... For sure, 20. I was just very insecure about it. So I did care a lot about it. And I still care today to some degree. But I'm just very open about it. I'm either like, you like it or you don't. Either way, I love making music. So it is what it is, you know? Yeah, that's super dope, So I just think the whole loving the process of something, kind of like you were saying, and just loving what you do and having fun with it makes the whole process so much better. And like, even if the outcome isn't what you intended it to be, if you had fun, you're winning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what, growing what? up, man, growing up, you know, I, I, uh, 
I love doing all those things that you just said. Oh, you do that. I mean, you know, I, I even till then I still have my, you know, I have a skateboard that someone gave me. Yeah. You know, and for, cause I would always mention, dude, I used to love skateboard. I used to love skateboarding. Bro, that's three you weeks know, ago. Skateboard. Yeah. We should go. <laughs> you know, I'm dude, so that's dumb. all I would do, man. You know, yeah, and, uh, yeah. that's just like the ultimate freedom right there. Mm. You know, it's like, yeah. I've seen right here, you got Paul Rodriguez poster right here, man. And I'm yeah. like, damn, bro, that's sick. You know, Shout signed and everything. Rod, signed. Yeah, man. It's like, you know, for me, it's like, uh, things like that. We're always in escape. Yeah. You know, like skating and um, rapping. I used mm -hmm. to like try and like get on a beat and like, you know, rap and make mm -hmm. songs and that stuff like that. And uh, for me, like the thing that did hold me back, like what you're saying, that fear, that, that fear is pride. Uh, you know what? Because sometimes I'm like, uh, you know, sometimes I'm afraid of trying something because if it goes back and like it doesn't go far enough to where I project it going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's going to hurt my pride. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. so that's why I don't even try. You know, uh, so like the thing is for me is like, you know, if I'm going to try something, I can't have an expectation of how it's going to go. You know, yeah. I can't project where it's going to take me in life and I have to just do it because I love doing it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I do things today, like I try and focus on just living in the today and in the moment and mm -hmm. in the actual act of doing the things that I love. Like yeah. before I came over here, I didn't want to think like, oh, man, they're going to think this of me or, mm -hmm. you know, people are going to think that. So, like, remember, I, I wrote you that text yeah. in the morning, you know, just yeah. because I wanted to get it out of my head. Yeah. You know, and then for the rest of the day, I, I didn't really talk about it. You know, I did talk to my sponsor about it. that I was going to come over here and he's like, just check your motives. What's your motive? Oh, well, you know, then I got here and I asked you, what's your motive behind your podcast? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I got a really good answer. Yeah. So then I feel more comfortable being here, you know, because this is isn't about projecting a lifestyle that isn't attainable yeah you know it's about projecting a lifestyle and a set of principles to where you could you know influence people to just wanting to be better people yeah and you do that sir like when i see yeah, this yeah. guy like I, I see, this guy just brings <laughs> like joy and happiness to people you know yeah. he's I'm, I'm i'm sitting there and um you know i'm having like an okay day you know yeah. it's a character building day i don't have bad days anymore mm -hmm. character yeah. building days oh yeah right and i'm sitting there eating this lasagna that was bomb right and uh, shout out to Pastosa. Oh, <laughs> and then, Wait, hold on, shout out to my mom because she shout makes out to the my best lasagna. I swear. <laughs> he keeps, he keeps <laughs> talking about pasta, right? And then like, you're gonna have to invite us. Gonna, you're gonna have to tell you, man. <laughs> Jeez. And so you know this guy. He uh -huh. goes. Uh, he, he, every like the customers, you know, they just get like a <laughs> smile in their yeah. face because like he goes, "Hey, super serious, right?" Uh -huh. He just looks at them and goes, "Hey, can you do me a favor, please?" And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and they turn around, yeah. they, uh, they turn around, and, and he's like. Have yourself a great night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, I love yeah. that so much. Like, it's like the funniest thing yeah. ever, man. His happiness is so contagious. I love Dude, it. Yeah, it is really contagious, do. bro. Uh, so like, you know, like the thing that sometimes we just let ourselves get in the way. Mm -hmm. We oh, get in the way of our own happiness because I'm, of that self-pity, bro. That's my biggest problem, bro. Yeah, That's we my get in biggest the way. problem. Yeah. Felipe, two things. One, um, the, fr the, the first thing or one of the first things you said about failure and how your ego gets the best of you, and so you don't want to try things because you don't want to fail. Mm. I I just realized I never said my fear. Wait, I know oh, we're going to yeah, get to yeah. that because you sparked other ideas. <laughs> we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. Come back next This is why it's off topic year. with Alex and CeeLo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so anyways, um, yeah, I, I look at it in a different way. I look at failure as something to embrace because mm. if I fail at something, I know what I'm good or not good at. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, let's say Big time. I fell... At a relationship, I know what not to do next time. I know what to think next time. I know like not to have expectations or whatever I learned from that, you know, situation, right? 
Um, and so I think the whole concept of like failing forward, like embracing it sometimes even, uh, it has helped me to try new things and to get out of my show. Oh yeah. I don't know if that would help you at all, but I mean, it, that's just the way I view it. Uh, secondly, you said, you said something about projecting, right? Mm-hmm. I thought that's, that was a really good thing to say because oftentimes people don't understand what they project good or bad. Mm-hmm. And I feel like oftentimes we see people project bad things like insecurity, you know, pain, struggle, but like rarely do people talk about projecting positivity mm-hmm. or projecting happiness. Cause I mean, that's hard. Yeah. It's hard to be happy. Well, for me, at least sometimes it's very, I'm sure it's hard for you, Alex, to be happy too at times. Sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, for me, it's hard to project that at times. And I, I wish I could project it more, you yeah. know, but uh, when I, when I can't be happy, I try not to project anything to people because I don't want to bring them down with yeah. how I'm feeling. But I feel like if you're just like a good person in a good mood and you're projecting that positivity, stuff like that is underrated. Yeah, man. For definitely, sure. Definitely. For sure. And you also mentioned about the whole expectations things. Yeah. That, I think that's one of the biggest reasons why that helps me be happy mm. is because I've kind of gotten rid of all expectations, bro. Yeah. Like, that's the way to go. I really, I mean, I do things. And there are certain expectations that I have, mm-hmm. but I also put in my, but I always put in the back of my head that life doesn't always go the way you want it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. Doesn't always do that. And so I kind of prepared myself and always practiced and practiced that if it doesn't, I just have to let life take its course. Yeah. Big time. Because projections are premeditated resentments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, but that that's one of the things that I believe might help to me being as happy as sometimes that I am is just the fact that I get rid of, uh, what are you doing with your hands, bro? I'm itching my palms, bro. <laughs> uh, Mind your business. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Way to put me on blast. Uh, what are you doing with the palms, bro? Uh, <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought. But anyways, Fears, back, back to my, my fear. Um, so me and my girlfriend were chilling in the garage. We go out there and we chill in the garage for like a few hours, every, almost every night. Mm-hmm. And we just talk sometimes. And so the other day she got on Pinterest and she was just asking me a ton of questions, bro. Mm. And the one question that really stuck out to me the most was what's my biggest fear. And after being exposed to that whole perspective that Chong and my girlfriend gave me in this, in this position that I'm at in life, as well as everybody around me, Mm -hmm. my biggest fear is having to watch everybody around me become something they don't want to be. Mm. That's my biggest fear right now, bro. Because yeah. because it's I'm not even who I want to be right now. I'm slow I'm like slowly working towards who I want to be. Mm. And I'm not sure if I ever will become who I want to be just because I have for myself, I have high expectations. What do you want to be? I I really just want to make such a difference in the world, bro. Like I positivity being nice to each other it's a lost art and it's so important to me because people put so much effort into just being assholes and being so judgmental and trying to pull somebody down like bro that takes a lot of effort why why don't you energy why don't you put that same effort and energy if you have so much of that energy to do all of that to somebody yeah why not use some of it to be nice to somebody right but hurt people hurt people yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Hurt people. What, what hurt do you want to be, Silo? And but ideally, but go, you ahead, answer, go ahead. <laughs> but that's why, that's why I'm trying to push what I want to push to let people know, yo, we're all hurt. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. But this world yeah. does not revolve around you, dude. No. Mm. Just because yourself. you're hurt, that does not give you the excuse to be an asshole. It doesn't give you the excuse to be a piece of shit. Right. Be a decent human being regardless yeah. of what you got going on. Because yeah. I got some shit going on in my head to where I could easily just be like, yo, fuck everybody, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. But instead, I take what I've been through. I take how I feel sometimes, and I don't ever want anybody to feel like that. Yeah. So my biggest thing is I try to keep people away from that negativity that I was once in, yeah. and that sometimes I go back to. Yeah. yeah. That's that's like the biggest thing is like you know the more you experience, the more you have to teach. Yeah. So it's like when the student is ready, teachers appear. Yeah. Right. So like the moment you see someone, the moment you see someone struggling, you can say, "Hey, I've been there." This guy's yeah. dropping bars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but some, people, some people like have a lot of experience, but they don't learn because they don't want to learn. Oh, yeah. They just avoid Sometimes it. They avoid every lesson. Pain. They're just like, you know yeah. what? I'm I'm good. I'm 100% yeah. good. I don't need to learn anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they just stay the same forever, which is, right. to me, that's like a living nightmare. Yeah. Uh, what were you but, say? Uh, yeah, you asked me, what do you want to be? Like, oh, uh, yeah. Ideally, I want to be a... A creative person. I want to get paid for being creative. That's my ideal lifestyle. Getting paid for being creative, whether it be music, whether it be doing something behind the scenes on ter- in terms of like production or videography, just doing something creative and getting paid for it. That's like my ideal lifestyle, right what there. What about as like a person? Like when, like when someone, let's say, okay, you know, like we take time to you know take a moment to talk about Alex, right, and mm-hmm. his pros and his persona and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know when you want to be talked about right like do you want to be known let me give you an example okay Okay, and this is not an original thought Uh, this is something that i've heard from someone um if you go right now outside Mm -hmm. right and you have a bag of stones Mm -hmm. and you start throwing these stones at people it's going to take about two or three stones until someone tells you that you are the person that tells that throws stones and you will now be known as that person that throws stones Mm -hmm. right but you do the ulterior, uh, the 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 other. You go the other way around, and you go out there into the world, and you're loving and caring and compassionate. You are now known as the person who is loving and caring and compassionate, mm-hmm. right? So, like when I ask you those, like when I ask you, like like what do you want to be? Like I'm asking, like as a person, as a person. Yeah. Um. The first thought that comes to mind, because I could think of so much, but the first thought that comes to mind is I just want to be remembered as like this free spirit, someone mm-hmm. who was very relentless in terms of the goals and dreams that I had because, well, you know, growing up, I didn't really see a lot of people who were free spirited. I mean, of course, like in media and music, I seen that, but I like in real life, I didn't see that. So like, I wanted to be that. I wanted to be that free spirit. Although I had a lot of insecurity doubts and I dealt with a lot of depression growing up. I just, I just always felt like manifesting the idea of being this free spirit who would stop at nothing to do what made him happy. Who would stop at nothing to be uh, a good person, even on days where I don't feel happy and I don't feel comfortable in my own skin, despite what I'm going through, I just I just want to keep being relentless. I, I, I want to keep pushing uh, this message that you should believe in yourself because if you don't, then no one's going to believe in you. So, yeah, I guess that whole idea of being a free spirit is what sticks to me the most okay. right now. I love that, man. Thank you. Thank you. That's good. Okay. That's good stuff. What about you, Brody? We both answered. Oh, that that one, man, the, the one that I, you know, just I just want to be... You know, loving and caring and passionate, you know, oh, just, cool, cool. you know, I, I work on those, you know, mm-hmm. like today we went out with my mom and, um, you know, for me, it's very easy to be calm mm-hmm. with people that like, like in this setting, like this is fine for me. Like, you know, when I'm talking to people yeah, and, yeah. you know, like, and uh, going to my meetings, I love being in the meetings, 
when it work comes is when I'm faced with uncomfortable situations. Yeah. You know, that's when I have to put out the work and the for me uncomfortable situations is when I'm like with someone who uh I'm very comfortable with. Like with my my mom or my pops, mm-hmm. sometimes my son, you know, or my family, you know, and uh or close friends, you know, I, I can become very irritable, mm-hmm. you know, and discontent with whatever's going on around me. So the work comes with <clears throat> Being accepting and loving and tolerant with those people that it actually matters. Yeah. yeah. You know, because it's very easy to meet someone in the street and, you know, throw a smile, mm-hmm. you know, and be like, what's up, bro? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I hope you're doing good. And then you can get on the phone and be like, you fucking asshole. You know, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you can turn yeah. into a different person. Right. So I guess the goal with me, for me, the goal for me is to be the same person everywhere I go. All around. Hell yeah. You know, yeah. everywhere I go, yeah. just not have to put on a mask because we know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. Like when you're talking yeah. about, you know, with your parents and your mama not knowing, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever she didn't know and stuff, you know, like you were essentially, you know, trying to be a different person, you know, yeah. and uh you know, I could get trapped in that, man, because I just, you know, I could become a different person because I'm going to get something else over here from mm-hmm. you and I'm going to get something else over here from you. But instead, how about I bring to you? Yeah. yeah. You know, I can bring to these people. And uh, but yeah, man, that's that that would be it for me. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. So do you feel comfortable in this space with me and Alex? Yeah, man. I feel comfortable yeah. here. I think it's it's kind of insane to me because, like, you know, we'll bring people that I don't know. Or, wait, how, you knew those people that I brought last time, right? Uh, Roman Aaron. And yeah. I didn't know Arnold. Okay. Well, anyways, like we'll have people here that don't know either me or Alex. And so when we meet them for the first time, which oftentimes when we just record this podcast, it's just kind of cool how we can make people feel so comfortable so fast and so easily. And I I feel like just because we we um, portray that and we uh, what's that word you said? We um, project that. Mm. There you go. Um, And so as a result, people are like, yo, I felt really comfortable and it was really easy to talk to you guys. I'm like, that's the goal. We yeah. want to make people feel comfortable. We want to um, start the conversation. We want to let people know that it's okay to talk about stuff that matters. And yeah, it may be uncomfortable at times, but as a result, you'll be better as a person because you put yourself in that uncomfortable situation. But now like, you're like, oh, it wasn't so bad. You know, yeah. I feel like a lot of times we get caught up in our own head and like, oh man, if I do this situation, like I might embarrass myself or I might make myself look like a fool. But it's like, once you become vulnerable, like yeah. you, you help people become vulnerable, which in essence, just helps people like make it makes people feel like they're not alone. Yeah, yeah. At, at least that's what it makes me feel like yeah, I'm not man. alone. I bet you like walking out of here, you know, everyone's gonna feel like a good vibe, you mm-hmm. know, because yeah. yeah, that's the goal, bro. It's nothing but like there's nothing but truth, yeah, you know, yeah. and like the closer you get to truth, the closer you get to who you are, you know. It's like I, I feel like you know, we start you know, adding these layers to who mm. we are from like little kids through opinions yeah. from other people. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, like what other people think is right. We start to take that and we're like, okay, I'll throw that into my ideology. Yeah. Like, you know, and then the older I get, the more opinions I have mm. about things and the more I'm close from the outside, mm. you know? So I think like the goal in life is to get like rid of those layers that we, you know, that we throw on our belief system just yeah, to like unlearn things at times. Yeah. Break it yeah. down, reconstruct it and mm-hmm. find a new baseline and then start from scratch. You know, yeah, start agree. learn who you really are. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're just like yeah. falling into like what people tell you you mm-hmm. are. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think that's what it's all about. Yeah. That's why I love talking to people. Bro. <laughs> 100%, yeah, percent, bro. I love talking Beautiful. to people because you get to you get an understanding of all these different perspectives in life. Oh, yeah. Because like you said, growing up, we add these layers and that's mm-hmm. pretty much all we know. Yeah domestication until you talk to somebody else and they're like oh that's well that's 
this is how I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, like, yeah. like how you were telling, you were t- dropping all these bombs on us, bro. Like, <laughs> like there's a lot mm-hmm. of things you were saying that I was like, yo, I never thought about it like that. Same. Like, I never thought about that my friends could be a higher power to myself. And yeah. and I'm going to take that with me. I'm going to think about that a lot, too. Cool, man. Uh, and right that thing about, about it, ego, right about it. What you yeah, say about the ego? Whole, the whole ego yeah. thing too. It was a uh, easing got out. Easing got out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never thought oh, about it that, like that. Never thought about. Never heard yeah. anybody talk about that. I don't know if those are original thoughts. No, man, they're not. This is like the thing is like for me, um, you know, I look and I talk to a lot of people who are doing, I, in my opinion, far better than I am doing. Oh, there's you know, always going to be somebody doing you know, better, and, but but not necessarily all the time, because like you know, I was just having this conversation with my friend today. He was, you know, we were talking back and forth and he's got, you know, he's an old timer, yeah. you know, he's an old timer and I spent a lot of my time with him. His name is uh, Willie. It's mm. fine. Ooh, he's shout a out good Willie. guy. Shout out Willie. He's a, he's like, to me, he's my mentor. He's like someone that I come to with problems and he knows every little thing about me. And I think it's like very important to have a person like that. He's an 86 year old dude. I hang with him, out with him like every other day. Oh, I go yeah. to breakfast with him. I go to dinner with him. He spends time with me. Like we have a relationship. And it to me, if you were gonna tell me when I was like sixteen years old that my best friend was gonna be an eighty six year old dude, I would have been like, "Dude, you're full of shit." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but the thing is, like, when people, like I said, when you know the student is ready, teachers appear. You know, and you just have to be willing. You have to be. Willing. That's also what you said that I was like, "Yo, that was dope." Yeah. <laughs> willing, you gotta be willing to like let go of your pride and your ego. You gotta ask for help. You have to want to learn. You gotta want to learn. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like for me, you know, like going out and like talking to these people and um you know you're not the thing is like they're not just helping you you're helping them because like people that like have a lot of experience in life people that have a lot of opinions in life about you know how you should run your life and stuff like that you know they're always going to get more from you by giving what they have learned throughout life Mm -hmm. you know they get to give back you have to the thing is you have to allow them to give back you know because people want to speak yeah, people want to tell you their life story, but the thing we get so caught up with the self, right? Oh yeah, the ideas of right. how life is, and because we get domesticated, right, from like yeah. being little kids, we get older and we have an idea about life. Like we forget to ask for help, you know. So it's important to like get rid of that pride and that ego. Ask for help when you need it, and like learn to listen, learn to listen, and actually take this experience that this other person has, because the only thing that is left is experience Mm -hmm. you know the legacy the people are left right there's people that have existed throughout history that you know that over time they all they leave is their teachings you know they're not around Mm -hmm. and people will glorify teachings right that's what religion is (laughs) and then you have an idea of what they have to teach and then you learn to apply it into your life this is working this is giving me peace this Mm -hmm. is giving me serenity this Mm -hmm. is giving me happiness the thing is you have to learn to take the experience from other people or else you're just going to be trapped within your own bullshit. A sick mind can't heal a sick mind. Yeah. Right? Like, there's no way around that. You know? You got to just be willing. Yeah. And, but like, because uh, me and Chong were actually talking about this too earlier. Uh, I was telling him how much um, I love talking to people, how I was just saying a while ago. It's it's uh, it, it's gotten easier for me to, to not be so judgmental mm. because of how many people I've talked to. Because I was telling Chong, you could talk to the happiest guy in the room, talk to him for an hour, and find out that he's actually the saddest person in the room. Which is usually the case. You can talk to the to the person who looks the saddest in the room, talk to them for about an hour, realize that they're actually happy. They're just very mellow. 
and when I like I talked to so many different people a uh, bunch of friends a bunch of random strangers people that I've only ever going to talk to once at concerts and stuff or going to bars and stuff like that I try to take advantage of every opportunity that I can to talk to anybody that I can mm-hmm. because I get an experience I get a perspective on something that I've never had before right and so the more perspectives that I learn about the easier it is for me to become non-judgmental yeah. Because now when I see somebody super happy, I'm not just going to be like, oh, that dude's fucking happy as shit. He's yeah. got life all figured out. Right. I'm not going to I'm not going to assume that anymore because I've met somebody and I am somebody who is so happy sometimes that you you can't there, you can look at me and be like, yo, this dude's always a lot of people always tell me, dude, you're always so fucking happy. You're always mm. so positive, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that's fucking cool. And I'm just like, uh, up until three in the morning, <laughs> but like you never know. So, yeah. so getting to learn about all these different people, it's gotten easier for me to to not be so judgmental, and it's yeah. it's 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 extremely important to talk to people, bro. And yeah. and that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Mm-hmm. Some might be to social anxiety. Uh, others might be because they're afraid of of being told the truth. Yeah. And also they're afraid of being told something that they don't want to hear. Yeah. Um, but I want to hear it all, bro. I want to hear everything, dude. I want to talk yeah. to everybody. And and that's one of the reasons why we have this podcast, dude, because because yeah. like I said before, I don't have all the time in the world to talk to everybody all at once. I want to have all these conversations with everybody, but I don't have all that time. This podcast gives me the opportunity to have that conversation here. And everybody that listens, I've now had that conversation with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> Alex, earlier you talked about uh, your second fear, the most recent one, right? Yeah. And um, you also talking about how the way you approach life, the whole like being um, like not caring about what people think and just like doing different things. Right. You said that that discouraged some people. Right. Yeah. To me, that encourages me. That kind of inspires me. To do more stuff that gets me out of my comfort zone. I feel like some people or not really. That's why I said I don't discourage people in a bad way because they kind of feel like I wish I had that, but I don't. They wish you had what? They wish they had that mentality. Uh Like um, they wish that they can just dive into something the same way I do. Mm -hmm. And that's the it's the same way that we it's not like we're our friends are making us feel discouraged. It's just like, damn, bro, I wish I could be traveling the world. Like, I wish I could have been, I, I okay, wish I that, could be, that I, makes could, more sense. I wish I could own my own house by 23 years uh-huh. old. Like it's not to say that I'm discouraging people. It's it, well, I am, but like in a, in not in a bad way. Mm. It's kind of like a, it's like a hidden motivation, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's I guess. a better way. Of, well, I mean, are they motivated to do different things now because of you? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, mm. that's, that's all on them. Yeah, I could yeah. only do so much for somebody. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it, like you mm-hmm. said, that once that once the student is ready, the teachers will appear. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be willing to want to change in order for somebody's yeah. influence to be or motivation to be mm-hmm. able to take effect. No, yeah. I agree. Because, like, I don't know about you, man, but when you had this, like, different frequency in your mind or when you had this different state of mind, did you feel like there was a switch in your mentality that just, like, flipped? Um, Kind of. Because for me, well, recently, I feel like it's weird, man. Like, I, I just felt like I was in this, not like a big funk, but a minor funk. And I just felt like recently, like a, a switch flipped in my brain. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm good now. I'm good again. You know? Yeah. I can't explain why. It was. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Now that you mention it, yeah. Yeah. I was like, because last year, I don't know what it was. 
And then I think it was like a couple of days after New Year's. I just mm. felt good. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. it's going to be a great fucking year. I was yeah. like, I just have a feeling it's going to be a great fucking yeah. year, dude. That's how I was feeling today, actually. Yeah. yeah. I was going through this period of like where I was not so happy, kind of feeling weird and, and uh, empty. And then like now I'm feeling very hopeful again. Yeah. It just felt like something switched in my in my mentality. And I was just like, I'm not going to question why this happened, but I'm happy it did. Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah, that's super dope, bro. Um uh, like you know, when I have a hard day, you were talking earlier about ruts. Yeah, you know, like yeah. uh, so. You know, when I have a rut, it's I don't. I mean, I got to be careful with those. You know, I got you know I got to yeah. be you know cautious and stuff. But a, a rut for me can go for a few weeks, you know, and I can get trapped into like this, like you know, where you were talking about it, the self pity. Oh yeah, you know that that <laughs> like you know having those thoughts of that like sucks. man, I'm not enough, or you know, I'm not doing enough in life, and look at what they're doing and stuff like that. But uh, the way that I get out of those, you know, ruts uh, today is like I spend time in prayer and meditation. And I know that like, see, this is another thing that if you would have told me I would have been talking about 16, yeah. I'd be like, you, you're fucking tripping, you know, because <laughs> yeah. that's not something that I would really do. But, you know, the power of meditation is the power to take the time out of your day to detach yourself from everything. Yeah. You know, from the social media, from your responsibilities, from stuff, because it, that's OK. It's OK mm-hmm. to detach yourself from stuff. And to just sit and just be, not to just, and you're going to get a lot of, you know, thoughts trying to flood in because that's what immediately is going to happen because your brain's going to start telling you, you should be doing something, you know, yeah. this is not productive. Or um, the moment we set time for ourselves to get inproductive, our brain, our brain starts telling us we need to be productive, Yeah, you know? So uh, for me, it's important to just like sit and to let those thoughts flood in, but not focus on any one of them. Don't try and, you know, it just deny them don't deny mm-hmm. the thoughts you know yeah and this is how it started for me you know this is how like you know someone told me this you know do try doing this and and um and you know you do it like five minutes a day you set time aside you sit there and you just don't focus on anything but don't deny anything either you know don't deny the thoughts that are going to come to you mm-hmm. because yeah. that's part of who you are that is your being yeah right so the moment you start denying it you're actually denying the growth that's going to come from those thoughts. Mm-hmm. At some point or another, you're going to gain control over that. Yeah. You know, so it just takes time. It takes like patience with yourself. But that meditation that gives you a new perspective on life. You know, I've heard someone tell me that they've been at a concert and they just thought that the, the music was just too much. Right. And it's too fucking loud. And they were getting really annoyed. And they spent uh, one minute in meditation and suddenly everything became lower. And they became calmer. And it's true because, you know, before coming over here, you know, on my way over here, you know, no music. Yeah. Just with myself. It's okay to be with yourself. Sometimes I'll turn on the music because I don't want to think, mm-hmm. you know, but it's okay to be with yourself. It's okay to take time and actually realize what you're thinking yeah. and having that, like, acceptance with who you are. That's the that's the best yeah. time because there's no influences around you. Right. You're driving. You're letting yourself actually be with you. Yeah. And then over time... You know, whenever those thoughts come back, you know, you know how to handle them. Oh, because I've had this thought before. Yeah. I, I've had this, I've had this thought. And I think those, those are tiny spiritual awakenings. Mm, that's dope. Yeah. Those are the spiritual awakenings. You know, we have them all the time. You were talking about flipping the switch. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. The switch is a spiritual awakening. That's interesting. You know, for me, in my yeah. experience, yeah. right? Because I I can have a lot of those, you know, and I could be sideways, I call it being sideways. I can get yeah. sideways real mm-hmm. quick, you know, when I think that the world isn't fair, oh, right, okay, or whatever. Okay. 
But over time, that's my rut. And uh-huh. then whenever I take the time to do those things that got my life to be good, rather than do the things that got good as a result of these things. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I'm going to do those things, I'm going to I'm going to really put into effect a state of being that's going to give me more of a like a, a, a calmer presence. And then when I do that, I'm just a calmer person with other people. That's good. You know that's what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like maybe that's a tool that like, you know, someone could leave with from here. You know? Oh, yeah. hundred percent. I'm pretty sure someone will. I probably I'm going to yeah. try that. <laughs> yeah. Try it, man. Cool. Uh, that's that's dope, dude. You know, what blows my mind. What's up? How all three of us and also everyone listening, how all of us have been through our worst days and we oh, survived. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's yeah, days where sure. I'm just like, I, I, I just, I couldn't see past living a certain age. Like I, when I was younger, I'm like, I'm not going to be in my twenties. What? Yeah. Now I'm here at 22. I mean, Kanye said it best, bro. We wasn't supposed to make it past 25. I, yo, I'm going to knock on wood. Still alive. <laughs> I'm going to knock on wood because I'm not 25 yet. You guys can laugh and be happy, but I'm not there yet. So yeah, let me make it to 25 first. Then I can celebrate what you got. Yeah. Uh, my, my biggest setback is self-pity, bro. Mm. my big and you ask all my friends bro i don't i mean as as much as it pains me to admit this i don't give myself enough credit i don't give myself as much credit as i deserve yeah and yeah. but that's only because i mean i've met we i think we've talked about it on the podcast with brian where it's easy for me to forgive anybody else mm. but when it comes to myself yeah we talked about oh, this it's so i think hard, even on the bro. first episode yeah uh, Remember the whole have, bullying thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hard for me to forgive myself just because I know that I know what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I know what I what I was feeling, yeah. and a lot of the times at that moment, that's what I wanted to feel. That's what I wanted to think. Yeah, I, those thoughts were created because I made them be created. Mm-hmm. Um, but for other people, I because myself, I've gotten a lot better at acting not really acting but uh responding to anger responding to impatience responding to to certain emotions i've gotten a lot better at responding and reacting to certain emotions and then when i finally do react to it i kind of just it's kind of like that's like my relapse like it's kind of just like like i fall into that trap and then i'm just like fuck dude i know better than Mm -hmm. this why did i do that yeah and then and then that's when it becomes hard to forgive myself. Like it's just like, damn. A, but that that's my biggest setback, dude. Uh, a, I'm I'm practicing, I'm learning, I'm trying. Uh, but I mean it, yeah. it's hard. Like, like you said to Felipe earlier, okay. man, it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. You know when like you know, we have a little puppy, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that little puppy pisses on your stuff. Yeah. You know, we all had it and we get really mad at that dog and we punish it. You yeah. Know? We, it's somewhere or another we throw it outside. You know, over time if we think back to when we were little kids, when we did something wrong, our parents put us into trouble. Yeah. Right. The thing is that human beings are the only ones that punish themselves over and over again for something they've done wrong. That's it. You know, and that comes from domestication. Yeah. Because that's all we are being done when we're being little kids. When we get praised for doing something right, we're like, hey, good job. Good job, man. You know, but the moment we do something wrong, what did you do? Yeah. You know, that's not what we expected you to do. Mm-hmm. You are in trouble. You know, that's 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 the form of domestication. Then but you the, get an ass whooping. Then you get an that. ass whooping. <laughs> but the thing is, we give ourselves that ass whooping over and over again mm. because Sheesh. just in a different form. Just in a different form. Mm-hmm. The moment we realize that we are self-domesticated, 
we have control over how we punish ourselves. Yeah. You know, you can't change what has already transpired. Yeah. Right. So the moment we realize that we're dwelling on something that doesn't serve us, that's the moment that we can say, hey, I'm going to snap out of it now because I'm in control of how I feel. Yeah. Spiritual. That's that switch. You know what I'm saying? That's that switch. (laughs) You have control over what you think. And, you know, your your thoughts become, you know, your actions. Yeah. And your actions become your character. Yeah. Mm. It starts in your thoughts, you know, and it can guide you somewhere that you don't want to go. You know, that's the that's the little deadly, the little deadly road. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Felipe. Bars after bars after yeah. bars, know, bro. <laughs> so this is my first time meeting you, right? Yeah, man. Have you always been this kind of person? No. I don't oh, think either. So I don't think I any of us have, well, bro. I know, but I'm, I'm just thinking of like, when did you like start becoming who you are today? Well, like specifically, I mean, you can articulate yourself pretty well. You seem like you've gained you've gained some pretty good wisdom in this life. Um and so what does that stem from? I, I'm, I'm curious, like, is it just through books or is it a combination of like books, mentors, uh, experiences? Like what, where does it come from? Uh, surrender. Surrender. It's, uh, you know, I stopped thinking that I knew what was best for me mm-hmm. and I learned to let go and I and let God. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll take it back every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I will. You know, but when you let go and let God, to me, what that means is. Like this story about with the girl, you know, that I gave her that flyer, mm-hmm. right, with the A mm-hmm. um, form. Like when I gave her that, you know, to me, that was doing God's will. You know, when I start doing things like that, I am surrendering to what is in store for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like my path is written. I just have to be willing to walk it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think your path is written and exactly where you are is exactly where you should be. Yeah. You know, if you look down at your feet, that's where you are. You can't be anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how much you wish to be somewhere else, you're only in this room. You know, for me, it just came to I came to realize that I had to surrender or I was going to die out there. Mm. You know, I come from a place of, uh, you know, the person that you're talking to now isn't the person that I was, you know, four years ago. You know, I was miserable. I was dying. You know, I was drug using every day. You know, I you know, I I was barely holding on, you know, and I've been doing this since I was like 12. You know, I I started doing drugs like a very young age. Mm -hmm. The thing is, like, I was trying to escape myself because I didn't know how to love myself. Mm -hmm. But the moment I learned to, like, love myself and have acceptance for who I am, that's when I started to let go and let God, you know. And like I said, man, you don't have to pray to a certain kind of God. You know, for me, for a long time, the concept of God was the people in my program. Right. That's what it was. You know, that was my concept of God. As long as I walked in there and I became completely honest with myself and who I was and what I wanted out of life and all these things, like I ask you guys, what do you want to be in life? You know, these are the questions that I was asked, mm-hmm. you know, and then another question that was asked to me is like, how free do you want to be? Right. I want to be free. Yeah. I want to be free of that person that I was. Mm-hmm. So each day I get a little more and more far away. That's good. Know? Yeah, that's good, man. I, 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 I can appreciate where you're coming from. Sounds like you went through a lot and you should be proud of yourself for real. Because, yeah. I mean, it takes a lot to want to do better after like just feeling like you're just stuck in this very bad cycle yeah. to break out of that cycle and to break that cycle takes a lot of strength. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, there's a bunch of times, you know, we, we, we talk about it, you know, sometimes like, you know, the suicide thing, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. you know, that's a, that's a touchy topic because that can affect a lot of people's lives. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, it gets better. Yeah. This too shall pass. Yeah. That's like, yeah, whatever, whatever I could be going through in life. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we're here. Yeah, we're alive, man. We're here. You know? We made this, it so far. This too can pass, you know, yeah. and it will pass. Yeah, you know, and uh, my worst day hasn't killed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like you know, I got to remind myself that because I've been on the ledge, you know, getting ready to go. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've I've been taken to like an institution, you know, to like prevent that from happening, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And uh, for me, it's important to realize, you know, I have to, I'm in control, you know, to a certain extent. I'm only in control of what's going on with me. But mm-hmm. I have to, like I said, man, I just got to surrender to the people around me. I got, you know, to you from you guys, I get a lot. And I came in here with the intention to get to know you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't come in here with the intention to you get to know me. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that's like not what I, I want to be about. Like, I don't want to come in here and, and like ego trip. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I'm fucking glad you're here, yeah, bro. Man, because too, this brother. conversation yeah, that we just had. It was really yeah, nice. Cool, it's, yeah. Thank you. This conversation we just had, I'm glad we talked about what we talked about. Because I'm going to take every word for it. And yeah, I'm going to. For sure. I'm going to work on it, dog. Right on. Yeah, there's man. definitely a lot of things you said where it's like. I got to rethink certain things. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. So I appreciate yeah, that's that. Super dope, that. bro. Yeah. We're glad you're that, here, bro. dog. hundred cool, percent, bro. I'm, I'm appreciative. I'm a, wow. Appreciative. I said that really <laughs> weird. It's all good. I'm appreciative. <laughs> I'm appreciative. <laughs> I'm appreciative that you came on the podcast, bro, because yeah, I mean, when I listened to your podcast, I was just, I mean, I already had the intention to have you on the podcast. But I didn't know it was going to be like this, dog. I, mm-hmm. I figured we were just going to talk about your podcast the whole time. <laughs> but <laughs> right, I had yeah. a ton of questions ready to ask you about the to- the podcast, and it was just we came out full swinging, mm-hmm. and we yeah. completely took a whole different route. And I'm glad we took the route that we took. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the other day when I texted you um, that you're glad that that we we always end up meeting like at the right time. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and that's been that's been like a big thing for me lately, bro. Because the universe works in mysterious <sighs> ways, dude. Hey. Yes, because because re- like a uh, I always send out random texts to a bunch of random friends, and I'll just be like, "Hey, bro, like hope you're doing good," and this and that. And as of lately, very recently, I'll be texting somebody, and the second they get my text, they're like, "Holy shit! I really needed to hear that today. How did you know that I needed that text?" Yeah, and I was. I have no idea. I just was sitting in my car and I was thinking of you, not in like a weird way, but I was like, (laughs) I was just thinking that I was hoping, or I was thinking about you and hoping that you were doing well Mm -hmm. and hoping that you're actually just having a good day instead of, oh, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Just working. You know, the usual small talk. I was actually genuinely concerned about your well-being. So Mm -hmm. I would just randomly send out these texts and some people would just be like, yo, how did you know that I needed to hear that? Like, I don't know how you did it. Yeah. Um, one of the, it recently just ha- happened with Hannah the other day and it also happened with Liz a couple times. Like it's, it's weird, bro. And the same yeah. thing with them, they'll be, they'll like, some of them will check up on me and I'm like, yo, I was just about to mm. text you the same thing. Like what yeah. the hell? Uh, but yeah, dude, it's, whew. yeah. Yeah. It's, the other day, man, you know, like people know when you got, I feel like there's like, you know, that, like you know that that universe that guides things you know yeah when you're when i'm feeling pretty sideways like whatever reason the other day i got a call it was becca called yeah. me she's like hey i already been having kind of rough time i was like yeah and i just dumped on her yeah you mm-hmm. know and i think that you know we got to take those moments of like when you know things come to us and accept it and, and, and walk through them yeah. you know because it's more comfortable to be like i'm good Mm-hmm. you know that's super yeah. comfortable you know so like what you know CeeLo's talking about is walking through your insecurities yeah that gives you a lot of strength yeah it really you does know? and that's gonna keep giving you strength you know as long as you don't lose it mm-hmm. you know yeah. because we can lose it so quickly yeah I love Beck bro she's so cool yeah, she's, <laughs> she's so dope I have yet to meet yeah. Beck you gotta put her on like the an show. awesome person yeah. uh, she, her and uh, Gabby are gonna be on the podcast yeah, sure. uh, yeah. we're, we're definitely gonna get, be a good one. dude we have I have so many people that I want to get on the podcast. That's awesome. Man. And it's not even just 
friends bro i want to like i've i've recently reached out to people that i normally would not have reached out to mm-hmm. uh this girl and her boyfriend uh this girl she's a blogger and her her and my girlfriend were on the same basketball team when they were in high school and i think i only ever really talked to her when i would just see her and be like oh hi and that was it and as of recently i'm i'm very big on supporting your friends and stuff like that so yeah. she recently posted something about like her blog and i was like yo what the hell i didn't know she had a blog that's so cool so mm-hmm. i started reading her blog and i was like yo this blog is actually pretty dope yeah and so i took the time to shout her blog out on my story and she was very appreciative of that and i was like yo this is super sick and she's been supporting our podcast since day one too mm-hmm. like she's been retweeting uh sharing on her story and all this stuff and and so i like i would have normally not have reached out to her but i'm just like you know what i want to know what her li- her experiences in life i want to know what her perspective on on certain things are and i want her to be on the podcast and then invite her boyfriend too, and get them both over here yeah and that's a good idea but <sighs> life's a trip dog. it is man yeah yeah love and hate relationship yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. it's a journey yeah, yeah it's, a journey. it's super dope i'm loving Yo, i'm loving where life is taking me right now same same it's not always good but i still love the direction i'm headed yeah but we're almost out of time but felipe i just want to ask you one question right so when you were thinking about you know coming today on this podcast did you have any doubts to do or were you ever like do i really want to go or you're like ah, i don't want to go or were you just like full-on like oh, let's do this um I was a little hesitant because of, uh, you know, I don't want to let my, my pride and my ego get in the way mm-hmm. yeah. of, of of this. But, you know, I feel like, you know, I stayed true to who I am. And I, I went through this whole thing completely vulnerable, honest. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. So I'm not going to walk out of here, like, before I go to sleep tonight and be like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As long as I stay true to myself, right. like, I feel like people are, it's okay to, you know, be open. Yeah, you know, I, no, I, it is. It's like, I, I sent Alex a text, like, 10 yeah. in the morning. I was like, you know, um... Oh, see, I just got a text from a friend. He said, today's awakening is a good one. You know? There you go. <laughs> That's what's so funny. So now I'm excited. Super conversation. So if you want to hear it, you know, go to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. That's, that's, yeah. That's the universe yeah. right there doing its, doing its work. I texted Alex today and I said, you know, sometimes we project how a situation we are awaiting will unfold. Our fears and insecurities will continually guide us into a series of decisions that don't serve us. Our pride and ego are guiding forces into our reactions in life. To be... Bef- to be free of this, we must surrender to the what is, to have acceptance and love towards whatever comes our way, our key to a life full of serenity. Leading up to the podcast, I'm becoming nervous. I was nervous, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, but I'm grateful to to be able to spend some time to, you know, getting you, getting to know you guys better. And I was like looking forward to tonight. That helped me mm-hmm. walk through the fear, you know, there like, you, go. you know, so it's like you got to be like, so like. My suggestion is like, you know, when, whenever we have a fear mm-hmm. or insecurity of like walking through something, mm-hmm. like reach out and be like, hey, man, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just <laughs> it's say all right. it. You know? you know, it is all right. Yeah. You're like right. if I have to talk in front of people, you know, or like if I have to talk like at a um, recovery place mm-hmm. or stuff like that, sometimes, you know, I'll go out there and like before I start talking, I'll be like, hey, I just want to let you guys know I'm nervous. <laughs> You know, I'm yeah. very nervous to be up here uh-huh. and I'm very insecure mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about where you're thinking about me. Mm-hmm. But this is my story. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's- it. I think if I was, that's also cool too, because I think if I was to hear somebody say that, yeah, I would go into it. I would go into listening to your story a little less judgmental. Yeah. Because I'd be like, oh, he's admitting that he's nervous about what I'm going to think. You know what? I'm just going to yeah. listen to his story rather than try to react to it or try mm-hmm. to re- 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 
respond stroke over here <laughs> rather than respond to it yeah instead of because a lot of times when we have conversations most people while somebody's talking to you they are thinking about their reply <laughs> and their response <laughs> yeah rather than just listening just yeah and then when the time comes they already know what they're gonna say and they start saying it yeah and then you're just like did you just hear anything I just said? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. what, bro? Yeah. But um, and I've gotten a lot better at listening too. Um, but it's yeah. If if I was to hear somebody, if I was to have a conversation with somebody and they were to tell me off the bat, yo, I'm kind of nervous of what you would think. I'd be like, oh, oh. Yeah. like I would I would try to make you feel comfortable. I mean, just as I did, and and the, yeah. when I texted you back, I forgot what I said, but uh, but I texted you back and I was like, oh no, yeah. no, no need to be nervous, bro. Like. It's all fun. It's yeah. all, like we're we're not doing this for a specific reason. Right. The reasoning we're doing it is because we just want to have conversations that are important. I mean, this yeah. con- this whole entire conversation that we had, I'm highly positive that it will help, if not one, more than one people. Yeah, one's enough. Oh, yeah, life. yeah. That's dude, <laughs> what's funny is like when we first started this podcast, yeah. we're like, bro, if we can just positively impact one person's life. We're good. Yeah, yeah. That's, Our job is done. Yeah. And that's if I could walk out of here with something, whatever that that did its job too. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. But super thankful for having yeah, you on man. the podcast. Yeah, Seriously, bro. Too, man. really appreciate you, you. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it's a really cool perspective. Yeah, you definitely gave you. me different perspectives yeah. that I haven't thought of or even heard of before. Yeah, oh, man. a few so different ones. Um, yeah, bro. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Hopefully, we can have you back eventually. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah. All of you that are listening to CeeLo, thank you for coming back on the podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm happy to be here, man. Uh, but for all of you guys that are listening, thank you guys so much. The appreciation and the love is mad, mad real, dude. I have and we so say many. that a lot, but we mean it. Dude. We yeah. seriously mean it. Thank it's, you. It's, yeah. Dude, it's so mad real. I have so many people hitting me up. We recently got uh, some stickers made. I gave you yeah, some. Yeah, yeah, I got some. Uh, yeah. We recently had some stickers made, and I'm nearly out, bro. This is all I have right here. Damn. <laughs> I have a ton of people asking me, like, yo, let me get some stickers and give me some a little extra so that I can go around Sac State or put them up or go mm-hmm. around Midtown. Yeah, that's my plan, but, putting them somewhere cool. Yeah. Like, and send you a picture. And I'm just like, yo, that's <laughs> super fucking dope, bro. Yeah. Like, the love is so real, bro. And I, I, I wish there was, I don't know, dude, there's... <laughs> Yeah. I, I want everybody to know how I'm, how appreciative I am of them. And it's just like, I don't know how to do that because the level of appreciation doesn't exist. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting us. We appreciate you guys. We got a lot of big things in store for the future. Uh, with that being said, take care of yourselves. Be nice to each other. Be mm. f- uh, Check up on your friends recently. Check up on your strong friends too. Yeah, they need to be checked on too. Check up on CeeLo. Sure. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I just realized. So I actually didn't just realize, but I squeak sometimes when I laugh. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And it's. (laughs) I don't notice. (laughs) I don't know, bro. It's kind of weird, but. (laughs) Whatever. But, anyways, thank you all so much for listening and keeping up if you are. And if you're not, still thank you. We appreciate you all a little too much. Have fun, smile more, be nice, support your friends, and do not forget to support yourself. We love you all. Peace.